What you looking at? The old loves tumbler. It's the best. Do you know it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the uh, old people having sex. I love that one. Nope. It's just famous people who used to be couples that we all forgot about, like Val Kilmer and Cher. They were a really good couple, but she also seems so much happier with Rob Camaletti, that bagel boy. Yeah. I mean, they all look super happy, and then I guess something just goes wrong. Maybe nothing went wrong. Maybe the relationships just lasted for the amount of time it was supposed to. Maybe all relationships have, like, a finite lifespan, like Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson, or Fran and me. Hannah, I don't even know what's going on with you and Fran, but I'm assuming he's right. He actually isn't right. Well, just work it out, because he's a really good guy. He's actually not a good guy, Marnie. He's a seemingly good guy. Okay, well, that's a step up. I mean, Adam didn't even seem like a good guy. Adam was actually more sane than Fran. He was just in the body of a psychopath. Actually, that's not true. Adam's completely insane. And he's bow-legged. Just disgusting. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls, reviewing every episode. We are your hosts, I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 4. Overall, this is Episode 46. It is titled Old Loves. It is directed by Jesse Peretz, written by Bruce Eric Kaplan, and the original air date was March 13th, 2016, to an audience of 479,000 people, 0.479 million. And there's a lot of fucking going on in this. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, Yep. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I mean, last episode was a lot of nudity, but not a lot of... Uh sexing going on and this one is a uh, a lot of both but yes but you know backloaded you know towards the end yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's they, not throughout it's the not headliner throughout. of the episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh this this episode's titled old loves but i would say that this t- episode should have been titled new loves true there's a lot of new fucking going on here true there's some friends becoming enemies there's some enemies becoming lovers there's some were they ever friends were they ever friends yeah yeah who knows (laughs) uh (laughs) i don't know how to tackle this one uh there's only like one scene that really crosses over everybody you know Mm -hmm. so uh, now there's a couple i don't know like jessa and hannah's kind of weaves together yeah quite a bit yeah so I think that maybe we should. Yeah, you know what we should do. Uh, we should do. Um, we can do Marnie separately. We can do Elijah separately. Um, and then Hannah and Jessa together, basically. Yeah, and we'll do uh, Hannah first, and then end on Jessa. How about that? That okay. way, because I okay. got more right. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, that's how I was thinking about tackling it too. I'm uh, sure. So I'm Marnie's sure everyone fr- loves that this is what we do at the beginning of every podcast is explain. I know. How like, how are we going to do this? <laughs> How we doing it? <laughs> this should definitely be a pre-podcast conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, it's part of the charm. Yep. Part of the charm, Vance. Um, so we're going Marnie first. Marnie gets back to her apartment. She's looking really happy. And then uh, she gets to, to, like, she's outside of where she lives. She's walking up to her building and one of her neighbors comes out and he flips her the bird. And she's just kind of like, what? 
Why'd you give me the bird? Goes into the building. She's walking up the stairs. Another one of her neighbors is walking down the stairs. And she's like, hey, how's it going? And that neighbor is also like, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And Mario's like, what, what's going on? Like, why is everyone being so weird? And that girl says that, like, you know, I've it's been really hard tr- being your neighbor because you don't seem to have respect for the people around you. And I've tried really hard to be, uh, I guess, coy about it or respectful. But uh, you obviously don't respect your neighbors. And then she walks out. And uh, that girl is from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. And and the big sick. She's in that too. I really liked her in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But uh, continuing on here, um, Marnie goes and she hears some really loud construction going on. She walks into her apartment and Desi is doing some kind of crazy home renovation where he's putting up a wall divider to separate the bedroom from his studio slash kitchen. And Marnie's like, what the fuck? You didn't tell me about this. He was like, yeah, it was supposed to be a surprise. And I didn't think that you'd be home this early. And Marnie's pissed, basically. Um. Okay. Um. The, yeah, so he's separating a wall, building a wall in their, like, studio apartment to make it a one-bedroom apartment. And yeah. it got me thinking, why did her and Hannah live in a bigger apartment than her and Desi? Because I think that Desi's a bum and he doesn't really have a job. And but she wasn't he really on a, a CW show and did a Broadway play and they had a record oh, yeah, deal? That's true. Like, I'm not saying that they have, they're flush with cash, but I do think they have enough for one bedroom apartment somewhere. If Marnie was able to pay for basically her own, a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. And they were just in Ecuador. Yeah, they I just mean, had you, a you can lavish some, vacation. I mean, you can splurge money on vacations and still live like in a in a small apartment stuff. But I just feel like, yeah, they should have been With both of their income. Yeah, but you also yeah. see how Desi wastes money, like with the guitar pedal. Like, I mean, and Marnie brings up that she's like, "Yeah, I said I wanted more space," and you. Yeah technically have made this less space yeah well he did say he thought it was about her wanting to be separate from him but also i don't feel like him being in the studio slash kitchen which is no. 200 feet square yeah, square dude. feet is gonna work like and that happens in a lot of apartments like that like there's a lot of those converted like one bedrooms to two bedrooms but converting a studio like that with the wall just yeah just rough well, I, your thought is very valid with like, why can't they just afford a one bedroom and move into a bigger place, which is like seemingly what Marnie actually wanted. Well, I was thinking My, if, if it was Marnie making that much money as like the gallery receptionist or whatever she was doing in the first season. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, what is she doing for work now? Does she work at Ray's still? No, I don't think anybody works at Ray's really. Except for Elijah. Um, yeah, Ray's is going, is uh, having a rough, yeah. rough patch. My concern with this was you can't just do that to an apartment that you're renting. Um, They knock down the wall and no, you really can't really. It's got to be like a condo that you buy um, or else you're just yeah, going to have you... to like do something else. But they did the same thing in 
uh, Hannah's apartment when they knocked down that wall. When Adam knocked down that wall. Yeah, dude, the landlord is going to be fucking livid. That's the difference. Adam knocks down walls. Desi builds them up. <laughs> oh, wow. That's the that's the deepest this podcast will get. That's the theme. Yeah. <laughs> Deep themes with <Yep>. Vance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Marnie's like super pissed about it. Uh, and she's like, well, how much did this even cost, Desi? And Desi says, and I wrote this down. Don't worry about it. The wall will pay for itself. And she's like, how? <laughs> and he explains that she buys tea from a place. And over the course of a year, it would cost $3,000 for her to buy tea every day from this place. And uh, if she just stops drinking that tea in a little over a year, the wall will have paid itself off. And she's like, what the f- fuck like this is not what i wanted yeah she's still going to be going to coffee shops to get out of the house having that one bedroom is not enough like anybody that's quarantined or just been home no like you want to get out you need to get out especially if you're married to desi yes (laughs) (laughs) so they get into a fight they start yelling at each other there's a little shelf there and she's like, what the fuck is this even, what this, is this little tiny shelf for? And then he puts like a Ray Bradbury digest or something it, collection on it's, it. Uh, I think Ray, Ray Bradbury had a show. I, I feel like, I'm not sure if those were books or DVDs, but I think there was a Ray Bradbury show. Um, and yeah. it seemed like the DVD collection of it. And it fits perfectly in this like, little shelf. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, there you go, it's for that. And she's like, you're being selfish, you don't even fucking think about me when you make these major decisions. Like, what the fuck is your problem? You're doing this all for you. And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm doing it for you. Because I'm trying to impress you, and I'm trying to, like, build all this shit. And you don't appreciate it. And then she's like, ugh, get out of here, I'm leaving, I'm out. And then he yells at her, and uh, she storms off. I think. And, uh, yeah. In Desi's slight, slight defense, he was trying to do a nice thing, but he did it wrong. So the thought no, was yeah, there, the execution is just not there. I agree with you. But in Marnie's defense, he does make very major decisions without her that okay. cost them a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely um, trying to surprise her with this and thinking she's going to come back and be like, oh my God, this is great. Like, I mean, that's yeah. his thought process and it's wrong, but like, it's not from a bad place. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, there was some other thing that I was going to come to Desi's defense about, uh, but I can't quite remember what it was at the moment. So we will go forward. um so now is when hannah marnie and jess are all hanging out do we go into that right now we'll just we'll just touch on that in this scene marnie has a realization that she's been criticizing desi too much and not letting him be who he is going to be um that's Mm -hmm. more or less what comes from this we can dive into that scene a little later um yeah it's more of a important hannah and jess scene yeah yeah um, but yeah, she had, comes to the realization, like you said, and she's like, I need to go apologize to Desi because I'm stifling who he is. And 
So she goes back to the apartment and Desi's like got a tiny hammer and he's just like going to town on the wall, destroying it, crying and screaming. And why would you want to be with this unhinged person? Yeah, it, it reminded me of when he had gotten dumped but claimed he broke up with Clementine and he came back and he was all emotional and sobbing and everything. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do. If we have any listeners that actually like Desi or like relate to Desi's character or something, I would love to hear from them because I just don't feel like anyone can side with Desi. Like as much as like you might not like uh, stuff that Marnie does or stuff that Shoshana does or Hannah, like or even Adam, of course. But like you could still be like, uh, yeah, I can I can see little seeds of this in there, you know, that mm-hmm. I like. But Desi, it's just like no redeeming qualities left. You know what's crazy is I feel like there are people out there that are in relationships with Desi and they don't see it until out they're out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, what the fuck? And they talk about it with other people and they're like, why would you date that guy? And they're like, I don't know. It seemed nice at the time. Like, you don't understand. He was really sweet and blah, blah, blah. But this guy is unhinged yeah i'd be worried around him because he seems like he could just snap at any time oh dude i just remembered a line that marnie had in the first scene when she comes in he's like oh i thought you were gonna still be with your mom and she's like oh she got a new boyfriend so she doesn't need me anymore yeah 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 (laughs) well also going back to what i was what i was saying about him being snapping at any time is marnie's when he's building the wall she says this is insane and then he goes, don't fucking call me insane. You know, my mom used to call me insane and you know, I hate it. And I was like, oh boy, this could get ugly. And then Marnie rightfully is like, no, I didn't say that you're insane. I said, this is insane. Mm-hmm. So that is like, he, that guy could. He's got mommy and daddy issues. Switch. He's got mommy and daddy yeah, issues. Yeah, man. He's got <laughs> just issues. Yeah. <laughs> like, so she comes home and he's wailing on the wall. He's wailing and sobbing. And she's like hey, I wanted to come back and apologize. And he's like, no, I'm nothing without you. And I was just doing this to try to impress you because I'm so insecure and you're a a shining star and I'm a rat in the sewer. And she's like, no, you're not. You're perfect. And he's like, you're perfect. And they start to smooch. And he tries to take off his tank top and he's having a very hard time with it. And he's like, I can't even fucking take off this tank top. I'm such a piece of shit. And Marnie is very motherly, like, no, no, you're good. You got this. You've got it. And I was like, ugh, this is just gross to watch, dude. And that's how we end it, right? Yeah, that's where their story ends. Yeah. And it's just like, was that the arc that Marnie needed? Like, her realization was that she's being too... Like, Marnie can be real much, but like... Her realization is like, oh, I need to be an enabler. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Like, like there's this guy making huge financial and like living situations without me. And I yeah. need to just go with that. It's like, dude, that is not a good idea. And I'll go back to two people with whatever income they have, if they share record deals, two people could get a one bedroom. That's a little bigger than the studio. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Even in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Like, New York is expensive, but it, 
two people don't need to live in a studio. And they're used to paying a lot of money. Where did you know what? Yeah. Where did Desi live before this? I have no idea. Yeah. Was he living with Adam? No, no, Adam's no living he with was Ray. living. He had to be living with Clementine, right? I guess. But even when he and Marnie started dating, he had to live somewhere else. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't just move in yeah. with somebody, right? I mean, yeah. He, I mean, you can, but like he wasn't. He wasn't living there when he was. I don't know. I don't Remember, know. Remember when Ray was homeless? That seems like forever ago. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Maybe it was one of those situations. But that was still where, back uh, when that was still back when Charlie was in the picture, so they didn't know what to do with Ray as much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where Desi was living before Marnie. Interesting. Do you think Ray and Shoshana would have still been a, a thing if Charlie was still around? You know, like if Charlie mm. was still around, I think you don't get Ray and Marnie hook up, hooking up. I think if Charlie was still around and maybe Shoshana would have hooked up with him. Cause it wasn't, she like goo goo eyes over him that one day. <laughs> yeah. But she was goo goo eyes over Desi too. When he showed up because she saw him in one tree hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah. So that's the end of Marnie and Desi's story for this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we shall head on over to, Elijah, who has really carved out a nice place for himself in the show Girls, yeah, <laughs> as a major player with his own storyline and everything. <laughs> it's Girls plus uh, plus Elijah. <laughs> yeah, you know he's one of the girls. Whatever, yeah. one of those fucking basic bitch comments. Yeah, he's one of my girls. These are my gays. Hate that. It's so offensive. Anyway, so we're at Ray's coffee shop, and Ray is staring hatefully across the street at Helvetica who and he's you know waxing vitriolically about is that even a word if it is I just pulled that out of my ass and that's a pretty dope word vitriolically uh, I don't think that I know vitriol is a word yeah he I, is I'm not talking... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a friend I'm gonna let it slide <laughs> he is talking with a lot of vitriol about Helvetica and the hipsters that go there for their lidless coffee. And Elijah is working, looking for hairs on his lower back because he has a date and he wants to make sure that his lower back looks good for reasons. And then Ray's like, oh, you got a date, eh? Who's your date with? And then Elijah's like, oh, I'm going to try and be coy about it. Not a, he's kind of famous. And then Ray's looking at him like, okay, I don't care. And he's like, it's Dill Harcourt. And Ray's like, okay. Uh, does... <laughs> yeah, he's expecting then... he expecting a big reaction out of this. <laughs> and he's like, don't make a big deal. And Ray just like, I didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, Ray no-sells it. He's yeah. just like, all right. And he's like, no, he's kind of a big deal. Like, he knows a bunch of really famous people. I've seen him with a bunch of all these people in a bunch of these magazines. And Ray's like, okay, I don't care. Yeah. Ray's more concerned with Helvetica. But, uh, yeah, and uh, that's basically that scene, pretty much. Um, yeah, they just drop a bunch of names. He mentions that it's the dinner party he's going to, and, like, that Dill Harcourt one time hung out with Amanda Cox or whatever, and he's like... Amanda Ray's Knox. Like, he was Amanda texting Knox. with Amanda Knox. Amanda yeah, yeah. Knox. He's like, Wasn't, didn't she kill someone? Elijah's like, no, maybe. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Uh, I think it's interesting that Ray is so open with helping out, like, 
Hannah and Elijah, like taking the nude photos and then being like, oh, yeah, let me see your lower back. Like just yeah, no, no qualms about it at all. I mean, what else is he doing at that? I mean, but it's also like, this is my business. You can't just like have your ass out looking for. Well, there's one customer there that's not paying attention. Yeah, that's true. He's uh, eating a scone. I still think just being in the neighborhood I'm in, and we've talked about this, I still think that coffee shop would still get some business. Absolutely. <laughs> like it's, Absolutely. Like someone dude. will walk and be like, there's a line at Helvetica. I'm going across the street. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. what's the coffee place that's across the street from Alcove? Mar- Maru or whatever. I think yeah. so. There's a coffee place that I I always see a crazy long line at in the in, on uh, Hillhurst, mm-hmm. and it's whenever I'm at Alcove. And Alcove, there's still a bunch of fucking people there. And Alcove's a coffee place. And then you go down another street, and there's another coffee place. It's got yeah. a, like Stamp or whatever. They have coffee. It's like there's gonna be there's enough coffee business to go around. Yeah, I it's interesting like how a coffee shop would not do i'm trying to think of have i seen a coffee shop that doesn't do business like even in new york yeah i can't think of one it's always people sitting there with their laptops you know mm-hmm. right in their screenplays i mean yeah. out here well everyone everyone in new york too everyone lives in a converted uh in a converted studio apartment and they need to get out <laughs> and work on something so yeah yeah i guess that's true but uh it's either that like how shitty is raised coffee do you think uh it's not as good as helvetica apparently if elijah doesn't like it but yeah so yeah it's basically that scene and then the next time we see elijah he is uh on the date with dill harcourt and he is crazy nervous he is typical i'm on a date with a celebrity i can't believe it this is wild energy and he's trying so hard to be charming and relatable to dill harcourt and Dill Harcourt seems to be going along with it. Like, he's having a good time with him. Yeah. And uh, one thing that uh, is annoying, not no annoying, but Dill Harcourt notices is that Elijah keeps looking towards the door because he thinks that it's supposed to be a party with his friends and he's supposed to be meeting Dill Harcourt's friends. And uh, if he's concerned that Dill's trying to hide Elijah from his friends. And he's like, well, if that's what this is like i'm fine with that but i just want to know like i thought that people were coming and i was going to be meeting your friends and uh, if i'm not that's fine and dill harcourt's like you know what it's not fine and just as he says that like all of his friends show up and then elijah's like oh oh this is so nice someone that actually is showing interest in me yeah it seems like this is their first date really yeah but I don't know. I guess they had a nice interaction at the bar that time they were hanging out. Because who knows how long they were at the bar. Um, That's true. But uh, well, there's that line. Like, they talk about being embarrassed and the two-year-old and all the pictures online and whatever. And then he says something like, oh, I have a team of people to take care of, like, to hide the bad stuff. That seems real threatening NDA. Like, yeah. celebrity. Like, fuck yeah, boy stuff. Yeah, and Elijah... He, he like grabs Elijah's hand even and like gripping it really hard. It seems like he's like, and if, if, uh, you know, this is, 
if anything bad happens, if uh, just know that I have a team that gets rid of this kind of bad stuff. And then Elisha's drinking a martini. He's like, oh, this is scary. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> ah, funny, but scary. Like, yeah. I was like, man, yeah, that seems, seems threatening. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Maybe all that's the just his sense of in. humor. Yeah. And then, or it's going to come back later. I thought it would come back later. But then the next scene is a montage of them just like having the greatest loving date or whatever out like in yeah, hanging out Times, Square. Times Square. Yeah, like which walking is, around together and taking which is pictures very of people. Public. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially like they're surrounded by people that know who Dill Harcourt is. They're asking to take selfies with him and he's getting Elijah in on them. He's getting Elijah like sign autographs too. And then in the middle of everybody, they just start kissing, making out hardcore. Yeah, I thought he would want to keep it, things a little more discreet. Like, I thought it was like, oh, one thing to go to this restaurant with the friend. But like, if you're a celebrity like him, people are going to be taking your picture. People are going to be like, oh, my God, did you see who he was out with? Like, if they cared yeah, enough like- about your kid photos, your photos of you being two years old, they're definitely going to be like, oh, my God, who is this guy that he's dating? And when you have yeah, Elijah's going to be in the tabloids. Yeah. And you have to like vet Elijah at that point. Be like, wait, what's going to come out about this guy? <laughs> like if it's one thing, if you're dating him and you don't know, but like when it comes out in the news, they're going to be like, who's the guy he's dating? Well, he works at Bray's coffee shop. He <laughs> was in Iowa doing nothing for a while. Like former dance, like yeah. all that stuff is going to come out. And I would think he would, if you have a team that is your like publicity team that keeps you keep stuff from getting out. They would want to know. It would be yeah, like go to absolutely. Times Square and publicly make out with a guy in front of the most crowded place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> the most iconic part in yeah, New York City, yeah. the most populated city in yeah. the world. Nothing but tourists from other towns. And they're like, ah, classic New York. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> oh, Celebrities just always go to Times Square to make out. Yeah. So they make it out in Times Square and then we cut to the next time we see them. They're uh, having sex and it's very awkward. It's very weird. It was Dill Harcourt kind of has like Adam sex vibes where it's just very strange directions. Yeah. I uh, he's. I thought a, a thing that they did with this sex scene that was very... Uh, great in a way of showing is that it showed them in missionary position. Cause I think everyone always thinks of gay sex as like doggy style sex or whatever. Yeah. And they just showed them straight up missionary Elijah's on top. And yeah. <laughs> Dill Harcourt is like just talking him. Yeah. It was, I'm trying to think. See, no, I you know what it reminded me? me? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when Charlie was hooking up with Marnie and Marnie would tell him like, Oh, do this, do that do this do that yeah yeah well i couldn't tell if dill harcourt was joking or not because he was like all right slower yeah. okay now fuck me fuck me fast faster faster stop slow it, it was like he was playing green red light green light with him while i was having sex i thought it was to show because it's like it comes after another sex scene that we see that we're gonna get into yeah. but i think it was just to show like the awkwardness of first time sex with people basically yeah that, that's kind of what i got from it but also i'm not sure what hardcore still is and it seemed like elijah yeah. and him had a great time with it like it wasn't like 
super awkward. Yeah, they started yeah. afterwards. They were like laughing, so that's what made me be like, "Was that a joke, or is like this just like a funny thing to get Elijah on his toes or something?" Yeah. But maybe that's just how Dill Harcourt likes it. Yeah, more power to him. I just never seen that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Red light, green light, sex, dude is. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that basically wraps up Elijah and Dill Harcourt's story. Well, we cut so... to another shot of him, and he—it's uh, Elijah's in his little tidy blackies. <laughs> yeah, and he walks over to a window and stares out, and they're like in a penthouse, high rise kind of thing, looking out over the city. Yeah, because um, uh, Elijah's on top of the world right now. Yeah, it was pretty rad. Yeah, Elijah. He's doing. He's the be- He's of the girls. He's doing the best. <laughs> Uh, in in relationship, well, we'll see. <laughs> like, yeah. So if, this if is by episode... doing if, if by doing the best, you mean hooking up with the most popular person. So a couple episodes ago, when we first met Dill Harcourt, we had an over under how many episodes this is going to last. Would you count the last episode as as it lasting because we don't see them at all? No, we said he'd be all in right, three so th- episodes. Yeah, it was over under three and a half um we said under. this is episode one yep yeah so he's got two more episodes before it all comes crumbling down mm-hmm. or we're wrong <laughs> yeah which we've which we've been a lot of the time yeah, yeah maybe yeah, since totally. the maybe since the beginning yeah, yeah, yeah i mean if you look at our uh hits and misses the uh, batting average is not very good yeah. for the boys watching girls but we're still on the team they haven't cut us yet yeah 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 we're we're like uh, locker room leaders yeah <laughs> Yeah. Like, like we've just been around for a while and we know the system yeah uh but we we're the chris davis on the baltimore orioles they're paying us way too much to cut us yeah we, <laughs> we're owed a lot of money we know where all the lockers are yeah yeah we show the rooks around yeah all right so hannah uh yeah let's get into it so right off right off the bat in this episode this is the first scene of the episode it sounds like correct me if i'm wrong here but uh so fran is at a table it looks like he's grading papers and it seems like hannah is peeing with the door open uh possibly yeah i was not paying attention to that is where their bathroom is so sure yeah yeah, the door was open. Mm-hmm. It sounded like water was running. I don't know if she was just washing her hands. I thought that she was maybe taking a bath or a shower, but then she comes out fully clothed. So I'm just assuming she was peeing with the yeah. door open. Yeah, I'm not sure. No boundaries. I mean, you're ma- you're married, Vance. Do do you pee with the door open? No. Yeah, I don't think. I think that there's uh, there are some lines that some boundaries. Yeah. But if you watched. Uh... What's the movie? The movie with Nicole Kidman and uh, uh, and her ex husband Tom Cruise. Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. They open and they're like getting ready, and she's in the bathroom peeing, and they're all getting dressed together, and they're just roaming around. You know what? I actually I had a girlfriend that would be fine like going to the bathroom while I'm like brushing my teeth. Yeah, what are you talking about? Like you're like there's a full. <laughs> that's a direct relation. That's yeah, even worse. But that's you know it, wait, she's like in the what? bathroom. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. 
somehow it seems worse to just her not be in the room and leave the door open than for both of us to be in the bathroom. That's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know why. To me, that seems like, I don't know. No, I don't no know, like man. your situation's way worse. Like she's in a completely different room. Like, Look, I hear your logic and it, yeah. Vance, I hear your logic and it makes complete sense. But in my brain, it seems better to be in the same room. I don't know. Well, I also had another roommate at the time, too. I don't know, man. It was wild. <laughs> you should just stop talking. Like, the more you talk, you're digging your own grave here. <laughs> like, yeah. that's even right. more rude. Roommate there, okay. too? Close the door. God. Well, we did close the door. We closed the door, but both of us were in there together. Oh, God. So that he wouldn't see us in the bathroom. <laughs> let's, let's move we, on. We had to hide our shame, Vance. <laughs> So anyway, um, Fran's grading papers, but it turns out that he's like looking over Hannah's grading of her papers for her students. And he's got some issues with how Hannah's grading her papers. And he's like, look, these this is grammatically incorrect. These kids aren't, this is not good. And you're just letting them off and you're not docking them for all of these grammatic errors, grammatical errors. And she's like, yeah, because the point of this assignment wasn't about grammar. It was more about emotional reactions to the poetry and like it's a, supposed to be visceral just write down what you feel and Fran's like yeah that's not going to help anybody uh you should really uh consider grading with this like with these spelling and grammar errors and then they get into a bit of a fight and then he starts to grade it and she's like what the fuck are you doing they have a tug of war with one of the papers and it looks like it kind of got ripped mm-hmm and uh, then we cut to the title card. Yeah, uh, I'm on Hannah's side here, 100%. Me too, um, absolutely. One is like, she's going to teach her way, he's going to teach his way. But also, the assignment isn't about grammar. Like, those are two separate things. Like, writing, mm -hmm. like, writing gets broken down into just, like, get it all out, get the thoughts out, get it organized, and then you can go back and fix the grammar up. But when kids are, mm -hmm. when you're telling kids to try and like express themselves and put their heart and soul or whatever thoughts on a paper, like you analyze those thoughts and then you can go into the grammar. But if you just start putting red marks all over something that someone just like put their soul into, why would they ever, they're going to get so locked up in trying to make sure, oh, this comma goes here or uh, is it a possessive apostrophe this or is it you know like they go so locked up in that they can't create anymore and that happens to people yeah. too like i have that editing like mindset when i write and i have to like turn it off because you, you'll just start checking everything you know yeah dude yeah yeah no I, i'm i'm with you hannah's 100 in the right and it's also like fran why are you giving yourself extra work <laughs> and it it just goes to show like a little bit of what fran is but it's also um now that we're talking about it, it actually is the first um, seed where we talk about Hannah's writing, her her own writing, because he mentions mm -hmm. like they need to learn this and like you need to learn this. Like he's questioning like her own writing, like he says it under his breath, but like it's there. And then something Jessa says later is also like questioning her writing. So it's like a little bit of, oh, yeah, we might be getting back into this part for Hannah, you know. Yeah, I thought that, that was interesting, and it was interesting to see. This is our first kind of chink in the armor for Fran, 
where it's like this guy might be a little flawed well, oh boy wait till he turns into a control freak ocd person like, and... i i agree with han in this situation i don't think this is a make or break thing yeah yeah for yeah. me um like really he should uh they need to separate boundaries he shouldn't even be looking over her papers like for one yeah and, i don't know why yeah um and i get he's like oh my god i just want to fix this thing but it's not like she said hey take a look at these and then he did it or whatever um also we mentioned that they would never bring up those photos from last episode or the episode yep. before um yeah of course not i guess yeah no I guess, word on the nudes i guess her deleting all of his spank bank didn't affect anything or her not saying maybe, i love you back maybe he just really enjoyed her nudes that yeah. she replaced them with yep yeah <laughs> whatever friend um yeah so uh the next time we see hannah is she is teaching a class and it's ending and she's giving back the graded papers and her one student with the ripped paper miley which is spelled m-a-i-l-e mm -hmm. uh which was a bit of a disagreement between hannah and fran because fran pronounces it male and she's like she hates that her yeah. name is miley yeah why do um, parents just do that to kids that's <laughs> little well it's <laughs> well it's weird that fran is so anal about the grammar errors but he won't call students by how they want to be called well it goes to hannah's point of like well she says we're all going to be speaking chinese in, in a few years or something like that but like yeah later like the point is grammar's so randomly fluid and like mm -hmm. the way the world is now like tweets aren't like people get paid to write tweets and they're not like grammatically correct blogs posts yeah. aren't this podcast isn't you just made up a word I did vitriology <laughs> or whatever. Possibly. Maybe it's a word. I don't know. <laughs> but exactly. Like language is a fluid thing. Like you need to know the basis of grammar and there's like a way to teach that too. But the other process is a part of it. Yeah. So the student comes up to Hannah and is like, what happened to my paper? Like, what the fuck? And Hannah's like, oh, you want to know what happened to your paper? Let's go talk to Mr. Fran and find out what happened to your paper. And this is where I hop off the Hannah being on Hannah's side train because she interrupts Fran's class. She knocks on his door, brings him out into the hallway. And she's like, my student would like to know what happened to her paper, Fran. And he's like, this is not a good time. And she's like, it's fine. I just pulled you out of class. It's no big deal. And he's like, actually, that's a pretty big fucking deal because that's my job. And uh, she's like, I want you to explain to her what happened with her poem or her reaction to a poem. And he calls her male. She's like, it's Miley. And then Hannah and Fran basically have the same argument in front of the student. And they're bickering at each other. And the student is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Rightfully so. And this is just incredibly unprofessional. And this is where I hop on this part of the argument. I'm on Fran's side. I'm still on Hannah's side a bit in this argument right here. One Fran's actions the night before is what caused this to happen. Yeah, so, for sure. So, also, it's a high school class. It doesn't matter if you step out for 10 minutes. <laughs> it really doesn't. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not like the... It, he, he was talking about 
oh, sometimes the presidents don't and the first lady don't sleep in the same room. Like he was not giving like yeah. vital information. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like oh my god, this class is missed. Like you missed ten minutes of that class. We're so far behind. Like whatever. Um, also, like the I didn't understand. Like I got the student being um, uh, uncomfortable, but she also was so distressed by the paper that she brought it up to the teacher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then once she was trying to get her answer, she seemed like, oh, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> like, I was like, you yeah, seem, now that, you seem like the kid cared. And then yeah, now once she the, Once she saw, once she saw the bickering and the argument that was happening, she was like, I'm out. I'm done with this. I don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. If I was Hannah and the student came up to me, I was like, what happened to my paper? I'd have been like, uh, I, I, I got crumpled up on... Uh, I sat on it or something. <laughs> That's what you would say, and you accidentally put yeah, red marks fucking, on it. <laughs> well, fucking lie. Um, instead, she is honest and says her boyfriend, which is interesting because I don't know if that's been uh established in the school. What's the dating process? Does the principal know? I can't yeah. wait till we get another principal scene. I love those scenes. With oh, that principal is great. Yeah. He has such great logic to. <laughs> yeah hammer home at hannah and she always like worms her way out of it she can deflect him so well um it's ridiculous but yeah i mean she was calling a student a crazy bitch in a hallway before like her having this conversation is like light work (laughs) (laughs) and he's like i think you're being uh a a bit too much or whatever and she's like i'm being just enough (laughs) or something which is a great line I thought that when he called her a bit too much, that was going to like flip her over the edge and yeah. just fr- she was going to freak out. Oh, I'm being a bit too much. Like that's what's uh, I think it's like Britney Spears always has songs where it's like, oh, you think I'm crazy? I'll show you crazy. It's like <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way to win this argument. <laughs> um, yeah, but low, like she actually doesn't go off the off the rails here. Which I was like, oh, great. Dude, she screams at Fran, this child's blood is on your hands as he's walking back into his classroom. (laughs) I did love that line. (laughs) Uh, Like. Yeah. Oh, God. What did did Fran expect? Fran, you you did this to yourself. Fran knew. Fran, you did this to yourself. Last season, you were like, you're dramatic. And now she's being dramatic and you're surprised, Fran. And, like, this is yeah. dramatic because you did something, not, like, her, like, yeah. Yeah, dude, he should not have been grading her papers. I don't think you could what do that. What kind of teacher you is do, he? You can't do that with any other teacher. Like, even if you weren't dating, it was like, don't touch my papers. Like, don't don't interrupt yeah. someone else's, like, work process. Another question I had, is Hannah full-time now? I think so. Okay. Because I was like, she's at first she started out as a sub, and now she's just there. I, could, I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. That teacher must be out sick a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I think she I'm might, assuming she's full time now. I'm assuming she's full time too because she's always teaching the same like English literature class. Yeah. So either that teacher is very, very ill and is in the hospital or she's full time. Also, just to go back to this and triple down on it, you don't, grammar doesn't matter in poetry at all. Sorry. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, have you seen E.E. E. Cummings? Yeah. Like, you dude just, doesn't capitalize shit. Like, it doesn't matter. It's poetry. Like, it's not a, it's not like a, a dissertation or something where you're like, okay, this needs to be formatted right. You know? I couldn't tell, what, were they writing poems or were they writing reactions to poems? I can't remember exactly. Me neither. And that's kind of what I got. I just realized I was like, is this what, what am I talking it about? It just seems like whatever they were writing, Fran overreacted to the, the wording. Yeah, yeah, Fran definitely overreacted. He, why would you make more work for yourself? Yeah. It's not your students. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of I, here. I, I commend him for caring, but you know, you don't have to. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I would maybe mention it to Hannah and be like, why is this all fucked up? And then she's like, oh, that's because I did it this way. And be like, oh. That's pretty stupid, but uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, That's you, how I would have been. You can have a conversation, but just don't start writing. But I get the drama for the show. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this causes Hannah to be extremely distraught. And she walks over to Jess's apartment where Marnie is hanging out. And, and uh, is Jess's apartment Shoshana's apartment? Or what is this place? I think it's just Jess's apartment. This is the same apartment where... She and Adam masturbated in front of each other because I recognized that couch. Yeah, so she, so Jessa has her own apartment. I, I I think so. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, does it matter? Yeah, no, we don't know where no. anybody. We don't know where Desi lived at all. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so Hannah goes over and she's you know talking shit about Fran, being like, I don't think I can date this guy anymore. And Marnie's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's, he's a good guy. No, no, Marnie and, has the best. She's like, I don't even know what oh, this is about, but whatever, Fran's probably right. <laughs> yeah, I wrote this this specific quote down for that one, too, because yeah. I was like, this is a, I don't even know what this argument's about, but I'm just going to assume that Fran is right, yeah. is like the best, <laughs> the best summation of Hannah's life. Like, it was so I'm good. just thinking of Shoshana's friends and how nice they are. In Japan, <laughs> how supportive, <laughs> and these girls are just the worst. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Marnie basically is like, "Friend's a good guy. Don't break up with him." And Hannah's saying that you know he seems like a good guy, but secretly he's a manipulative, under the surface, uh, insidious guy who's a control freak and he's trying to take over things. And then Marnie's like stop right now <laughs> do not break up with fran and then they she says something about like well at least fran seems sane and uh or she says something about adam she's like she, yeah she's like at uh, least uh, fran it's, seems it's she's like fran seems sane and then like unlike adam and she's like adam was insane but in a he was she said sane Adam was actually sane, but he was in an insane person's body. Yeah. And then this is where Jessa chimes in and she's like, no, you're actually wrong about that. Adam's fucking insane. He's all fucked up and that guy sucks. Yeah. And then they both kind of look back at Jessa like, what was what was that about? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we haven't gotten into it, but when this scene started, it was like it was all just like talk so that Jessica could hear it, basically. Yeah. And even though Marnie while she's talking to Hannah, it comes to her realization of like, oh, maybe I need to like support Desi more. Um, yeah, I don't know how she made that leap based off of what Hannah's saying. I, I forget the exact connection, but whatever. It was like a one-to-one -one of like, 
oh, I'm doing what you're doing to, or or she was doing what Fran was doing to her. Like Fran wasn't yeah, letting yeah, yeah. her, what wasn't letting Hannah just be the crazy Hannah that she is. Something like yes. that. No. Yes, 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 yes. You're correct. And then, uh, yeah, then she leaves to go apologize to Desi, and then Hannah's stuck there with Jessa. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, should we start to do Jessa's story now? Because this is where they kind of entangle. Um. Yeah, sure. If you want, yeah, you're cool. Yeah, I think we should because yeah. the next scene is yeah, a yeah. Hannah and Jessa. Yeah, yeah. Um. So basically, the first scene that we see Jessa in is she's at a all women's AA meeting, and Adam shows up, and the woman's like, "Hey, this is all for women only." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh fuck! All right, I'll leave." And I forget, and I forget the name. It's Sue. I want to say Sue Galloway or something. The actress that's the telling the story of like not wanting to be a mother and her in the AA. She's from 30 Rock. Um she's in 30 Rock and other stuff. But yeah. Just want to throw it out. Yeah. So Adam leaves. Jessica kind of is like, what the fuck is he doing here? She she leaves now. The meeting is over and then Adam's waiting outside for her and she's like, what are you stalking me now? He's like, I don't know. I just didn't know that you went to this meeting. Uh and I've heard that you've been going to women's only meetings now and Jess is like yeah I really need sisterhood and he's like no you don't you're avoiding me and this and she's like what are you talking about and he's like you're avoiding me and you're going to these women's only meetings because you're avoiding me and I don't know why so like what's the deal she's like because I can't do this with you because of Hannah and then Adam calls her a pussy and then walks away there's some like there's some interesting stuff in this where he lies and says, oh, I was in town rehearsing for a role as a pickpocket. And he takes out a wallet and hands it to her. She's like, what? Really? And it's like, this is your wallet. And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, OK, so if he stole someone's wallet, Jess, you would be super excited. Yeah. And then also she was like, you keep texting me these weird text messages that aren't even full sentences. You need eat. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was great Um, because that because we've it's been a track record of Adams of being a terrible text message person and a terrible conversation on the phone. Absolutely. Um, I felt really weird about this scene because I don't know anything about addiction or, you know, Mm -hmm. but like it seems like if Jess is like, this is what I need right now. And then Adam's flipping a shit about it. Like, don't you see how that could be very bad for Jessa? Well, I I felt this. I feel what you're what you're saying here. I I don't think I don't think she's actually going to these meetings for sisterhood and to uh, just to get help, you know, for her addiction. Yeah, I think she's definitely doing this to keep going to AA, but to not be around Adam. That's one. But yeah. him calling her a pussy is like the peer pressure way of getting someone to date you, which is weird. Like that's what you call someone when they don't want to take a shot of beer yeah, or something. Exactly. You know, like, it's like the weird. So I get that connection of like, Hey, this person is really susceptible to someone telling them, calling them out for not doing something. So yeah. that's not a great way for this relationship to start because it was that like when scene... she was, when she was clean and Jasper was like, Hey, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. And she was like, I don't want to do it. And he's like, come on, do it. You know, you want to like, 
And then yeah. she did it, and then she fell back into, like, junkiedom. Yeah, dude, this scene, for some reason, made me super uncomfortable, and it felt very, like, Adam should not be doing this. Like, this is not good. Well, yeah, one, he's stalking, which isn't great. Two, he's saying that... <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> not great. I think we all can admit this isn't a good decision. Two, he's saying <laughs> Hannah would just do it and not care. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. Um, And then calling her a pussy at the end, which is just not even... Like, there's definitely a better way to phrase that, which they've done in the other episodes where they've had the same conversation 50 times, you know? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I was like, they're still on this. Yeah. Like just, I thought they were jerking off in front of each yeah, other. Like just, yeah. And then she says, I don't even like her right about Hannah as she's walking away. As yeah. he's walking away, which I yeah. was like, okay, that weird. Yeah. So then it's the Hannah Marnie Jessa scene where they're talking and Fran has that. She has a, Hannah's talking about Fran and Marnie has a realization and Jessa talks about Adam being a psycho and then so next is wait wait so Jessa, uh, so what's up the episode's called old loves because that's a the name of a tumbler that marnie's looking at and it's old celebrity couples so that's oh, that's the okay. that's the reasoning for the episode being called old loves um yeah uh because this and is like the like, big because this scene is kind of tying everybody's relationship together and oh hannah says something that was interesting where she says i think maybe relationships just have a a finite time and they should just end and like they don't last forever and i was like weren't you talking about forever couples like last yeah season? she also she also mentions like you know maybe some couples times just run out like yeah share and whoever she was dating uh no she, uh, she mentioned uh whoopi goldberg and ted danson whoopi goldberg and ted danson she's like maybe me and fran maybe that's over and that's when marnie gets up she's like don't break up with him i gotta go yeah, yeah. So then uh, Jessa and Hannah go and get, I don't know what this dessert was. Um, was they it? went to a rice pudding shop. And when this okay. happens, I was like, I remember being in New York when like, I think that rice pudding shop opened or like rice pudding shops were like a thing for like a hot minute. I don't remember that at all. It, and it's not like a, you do not need to go to a place that just serves <laughs> rice pudding. Like it is. <laughs> This is it was this what? is going to be yeah. This is going to be very topical and of this time. So if you're listening to this in like you know 2022 or whatever, it might not make sense. But right now we're living in the like coronavirus pandemic quarantine, and for some reason, this scene of them in the rice pudding shop ordering rice pudding without masks and just eating it out in the open with people it made me so sad because i haven't done anything you know we're not allowed to do anything like that for the safety of the world and i was just watching that and being like wow that is what the world used to be no mask you just went outside didn't give a fuck oh yeah i mean that, really that happens when you watch anything nowadays yeah like, um, you're just like i don't oh, know yeah. why like Usually, like, I, I haven't had that feeling, but today, with this scene, it really bummed me out. Yeah, I thought you would have had that feeling last episode when uh, when uh, Shoshana goes to that concert, and it's, like, oh, fully yeah. packed. Well, I never everyone. went to concerts. Okay. But you know me. I used to go to Froyo places, like, all the fucking time. <laughs> so it dude. hit you specifically that you couldn't yeah. get a, a Froyo. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't get a nice, delicious, icy treat. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, the rice pudding fad was a thing at one point. All right. I don't know if it lasts. I don't think it didn't last, but uh, it, it they might be still one shop. Who knows? Yeah. So Hannah and Jess are talking and Hannah's basically still complaining about she's complaining about everything as Hannah does. And uh, Jess is kind of pissed off at her because she's like, well, I didn't want to come out here, but I, here I am catering to your needs again. Another thing uh, that we forgot to mention in the uh, when they're all together is that uh, Jess is studying. Apparently she's in school for uh, mm-hmm. to be at the therapist or whatever. Um, and she's like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, I need to study. And Marnie and Hannah are just there. <laughs> like, yeah, just like ruining her. And she and Jessa has like a comically large amount of books around her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like she's reading 20 books at a time and trying to study. Yeah. Whatever. Um well, I mean if I mean it probably is true though. I never did med school or anything like that. Um mm-hmm. but uh so then they go down here and she still mentions like, "Hey, I really wanted to study, but Hannah's like I want to take yeah. you out whatever." Yeah, Hannah's like I want to take you out and then Hannah only has an Amex card and they don't accept Amex. So Jess is like, great. I didn't even want to come here. And now I'm treating you. I'm taking you out. This is just perfect. Typical Hannah shit. Yeah, it's like, which is an overreaction because anybody that hangs out with people with Amex cards knows that these places just don't accept Amex sometimes. Yeah. Why even have one? You know? I don't really know. Um, it's status symbols. I guess. So no, my, my, my wife has an Amex card and oh dude <laughs> so she has the Amex card the white one with the blue in it uh, oh dude that one's so cool the see through one yeah so when we were in Argentina like we paid for something at a shop and like they were so like they like they had never seen that card before <laughs> like they were like what and she called another like employee over to see the card and I'm like <laughs> man like all you need is that card to feel like you're like a superstar over there yeah man i remember when that card first came out i like yelled at my mom i was like you gotta get that credit card <laughs> it's, it's weird the I numbers you are could just get them like, the numbers are different like most credit cards have like a three-digit code they have like four digits uh it's yeah they have a four-digit code and there's yeah. less numbers yeah on the front of it yeah. i think just a way to set yourself apart it seems i guess yeah but uh so then Jessa and Hannah are having like this weird, awkward conversation about like, you know, thanks for coming out with me or whatever. And Jessa's like, yeah, what else would you be doing? You'd just be on the internet ruining your brain, looking at all the same websites over and over again. Maybe that's why your writing sucks now or whatever. You lost l- your lust for writing. Oh, that Maybe that's why you stopped writing. Yeah, because oh. your brain is rotted yeah. by all these websites. And, and Hannah's, and Hannah's like... like that's a that's a low blow for nowhere you know um yeah which i thought that was the second time that her writing has been brought up you know yeah which i was like oh all right they're really digging into this like she got maybe this is the uh maybe this is the the uh spark that lights the fire for her to start writing again or something i feel like her book contract will probably come back into play you know like remember it was like Mm -hmm. a two-year thing for the book the yeah. be owned by that one company, but that one other company wanted it, but they don't have the rights yet. And I feel like, I feel like this season will get her back into the writing thing, which she seems okay with the teaching, but 
the these seeds have been planted that yeah like Franz questioned it Jess questioned it so yeah uh and then Jessa has some other insult for her I don't remember what it was I don't remember the one that like put her over the top to get Hannah to be like why are you being so mean to me mm-hmm. and then Jessa says I'm always mean to you <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was amazing it was great uh and then, and then and hannah says yeah hannah says something like yeah but usually it's nicer yeah right yeah <laughs> oh man oh, um, that was a great moment yeah and i think that hannah says something like it maybe like it makes it seem like you don't even really want to be friends with me anymore and then jess is like maybe i don't and Hannah's like, well, alrighty then. And then I guess I'll go take my rice pudding elsewhere. And then she leaves. And then she stands outside. And she's like staring at Jessa through the window. And then she walks back in. She goes in Jessa's face. And she she's pointing like she's like a centimeter from her nose. You could feel the heat off of her finger. And she's like, I want you to know that you're a bitch. And you've always been a bitch. And right now you're being a huge fucking cunt and then walks out. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, this was long overdue, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this was long overdue for you to say that. Um, uh, and, oh, she said, I'm going to leave. Hannah said, I'm going to leave if, if I'm going to spend time with my boyfriend who doesn't like me instead of being here with you who doesn't like me you know, or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if I'm going to be with someone who hates me, I'm going to go be with my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great line. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I expected, I expected the Jessa scene to have a bunch of, uh, uh, to really have a real confrontation where they actually talked about the thing or that she revealed yeah. it instead of her doing. It was interesting to see Hannah be able to see through Jessa's like fake yeah she's a fake she says a, yeah she says that jess is acting weird and being different and like why are you acting like she's this? like i just wanted to study and you guys pulled me out she's like no that's not it it's definitely yeah. something more and i thought jess was gonna say something but instead she just kept going deeper into like just being mean to hannah yeah. who at this point hannah has so many faults at this point she's not at fault at all like i think if she started to hook up with adam she'd be like oh man i did not like that but fine like you know i think she'd say yeah but not really mean it you know if she actually asked her um it was interesting so she just basically did the the equivalent of oh i like another person so i'm gonna but i'm with someone else so i'm gonna get mad at that other person so they break out with me so i can be with the other person and feel free yeah, yeah yeah Do the whole, like, I'll just be a shitty boyfriend yeah. so they break up with me and I can be with the other person now. Yeah, yeah. And see, it's not my fault. They broke up with me. Like, yeah. yeah. Still get the sympathy. Like, oh, I just got dumped. It's like, yeah, yeah but you you know <laughs> what you did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then Jessa goes over to Adam's apartment. She knocks on the door. Adam says, I'm not here. <laughs> Yeah, Adam. I just I don't like I don't like in love Adam. I just don't. Yeah. yeah. So then he opens the door and he's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" And Jess is like clearly upset. 
She's like, I just got back from being hanging out with Hannah and I have to let you know, like, this is wrong. What we're doing is wrong. And I was like, you are shaking. Like, what's, is everything all right? Like, are you, are you good? And then Jessa says, uh, I've wanted this for so long. And then Adam says, me too. And they start making out and then they are having sex and it is real awkward, but kind of sweet. It was perfectly awkward. Like, I think they handled this like so well. And this scene is cut with Elijah and Dill Harcourt, who who no, it cuts it it cuts to it afterwards. It's not intercut. It's 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 completely after. Like it's not like back and forth. Oh, I could have swore it was like Adam and Jessa were fucking. Then they cut to Dill, and then they go back to Adam, and Adam says, uh, "No, they're just having they're having a struggle with the uh, with the old sex." No, Uh, they go like it's basically this one ends is like, "Oh, this what like bad sex is like," and Adam and uh just are kind of like laughing and then you cut yeah. then there's a hard cut to elijah and Dill Harcourt. yeah okay yeah but yeah I, I did like the the adam's trying to be sweet jess is giving him direction it's just bad they they, they couldn't decide on a position yeah and it's like their foot to... was coming off the because i was like oh why are they just on the couch you know i was yeah. like this is tough but then i realized he's staying at ray's so yeah it's only a one bedroom at adam's old place yeah right which is also yeah. weird like adam just like crashing on the couch at race right hey the, the lesson here do not become a broadway actor <laughs> <laughs> apparently <laughs> you will be building walls or sleeping on a coffee shop owner's couch <laughs> like adam's been in commercials he's been on tv like Dude, I was in a commercial, and you get, and he was in a national commercial. No, yeah, like he's. It Dude, seems like that's, it's that's a load of money. It seems like he has enough for his own place, or at least a two bedroom where he have a room. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know if he's just sleeping on that couch because I don't think Adam has a two bedroom apartment. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, it was just the one bedroom, right? Yeah. But uh, I did oh. love the line of, uh, is this what bad sex is like? And Jess is like, yeah. <laughs> and then they start laughing. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like they just got into a weird positioning and could never get out of it. Yeah. But yeah, they again, both both sex scenes end with like a little laughter and like not. It's not one of those ones where like, this was terrible. Never doing it again. This was a huge mistake. It's like, no, you get to see that these couples are actually kind of like they're down for each other you know yeah um, like this is a this is a mulligan yeah we're gonna yeah. like this is bad yeah but we're gonna work on this we're gonna get it right the next time <laughs> yeah yeah and there will be a next time oh absolutely um but this is definitely 100 percent confirmed joe's prediction was right that they are gonna hook up and uh see the thing is yeah. you doubted yourself though i did there was yeah. a like yeah. this i think it was like an episode or two after I made the prediction, I was like, I don't think this is happening. And uh, yeah, I've never doubted myself. I'm still not doubting myself. <laughs> you still think Adam's going to hook up with Marnie, all right? The, if that happened, now that she's married and he's hooked up with two of the four girls, <laughs> like, that would be insane. I, my only yeah. my only thing I'm hanging on to is a weird dream sequence. 
<laughs> which this show has not done. There's been like one yeah, flashback. They've never done. And they've no, no dream sequences. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> but see, I am not wavering in my belief. Yeah. I shouldn't have doubted myself. You doubted yourself. I had to say, don't don't doubt it. They have something there. Yeah. Well, I'm still taking the W on this one now. Yeah. Um, so then it's like a cut between all of the couples. It's like Adam, Jess is laying on Adam's chest. And then uh, Elijah and Dill. This is when Elijah walks out onto the porch. And then Hannah and Fran are like back-to-back grading papers. And Fran looks back and Hannah's just like kind of ignoring him. It's it's kind and, of great uh, framing in that shot because uh, Fran is still sitting on the couch where they last had sex, and mm-hmm. he told her that he loved her, you know, and she's back at mm-hmm. the table. So he's still like like sitting middle of that couch is just terrible for Fran. Just bad moments every time. Yeah, um, yeah. He should avoid that couch. Put burn some sage around that couch or whatever those yeah. hippie people do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the episode ends with just like Jessa lying on Adam's chest and then like looking at him and staring at his face while he's asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, so now we get the drama later of Hannah finding out. You think they're going to make that space out until like the end of the season like the season finale if she finds out no i think i saw like a thumbnail for the next episode it looks like they're like hanging out together adam and adam and jessa are at least like hanging out together somewhere i i don't think it's a way for them to keep this a secret all right yeah i mean like ray's gonna see it right like ray's gonna i think that ray could keep a secret like that though but he works with Elijah. Oh, that yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is yeah. there's no secrets within this group. Not for not. Yeah. I don't think because what are we four episodes into the season? I don't think this lasts the whole. I think they'll find out in an episode or two. Yeah, six episodes would be a long way yeah. to stretch that and be unnecessary. Like you'd rather have the drama. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My question is. What do you do? You think we see Shoshana next episode? Well, you want me to tell you the name of the next episode? Yeah, maybe it'll lead to some uh, kind of clue. Go for it. The title of the next episode is Queen for Two Days. So I don't think that we're going to be seeing Shoshana the next episode. Uh, Queen for Two Days. I don't know. I have no idea either. Yeah. Usually uh, we got a cute little prediction. Right, I'm gonna force I'm gonna force a prediction. Uh Desi gives Marnie a spa day retreat thing. Mm. So that, Okay. Yeah. You know, Alright. I went I went out of left field with that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I just don't know. Uh, but thanks for listening guys that's our episode on old loves uh follow us on social media we got the boys watching girls podcast on instagram if you want to write in to send us an email or something we got some good emails we got some good knowledge turns out the last episode that was titled japan was filmed in japan according to one of our listeners and we figure out and our listener let us know that the spa that they're at is called an onsen or an onsen and it's, yeah. uh, there are a ton of those around Japan. They're like hot springs. Um, yeah, probably was not a part of their company. Yes. 
But like, why was all, all of them there? I think that's just I what know. I think it's a cultural thing, and people go there. Like, uh, what do what do people do in the U.S.? What do they go to? Yeah, where do they go together? Yeah, like I guess like brunch. Yeah, yeah, it's the equivalent of it's brunch. Like, it's like yeah, it's <laughs> the, it's brunch. You go <laughs> hang out naked with your friend in a in a tub. Yeah, <laughs> Americans brunch in <laughs> Japanese onsen. so shout out thank you for uh, emailing in and letting us know uh we have an email address it's boys watching girls podcast at gmail.com if you have some info or just want to say what's up send it on in uh but yeah thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you next time see you Are you threatening me? You try to fuck with me, you're toast. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> oh, scary. <laughs> <laughs>